Welcome back to another week of the AMB Podcast. It's your boy, Young Tamarack, and I'll be out the frame, but you can still get the picture. I'm here with some good people, because my people are never not good. Let them know what it is, there. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Stare, a.k.a. the Finesse Fella, a.k.a. Papa Stare, a.k.a. the big homie, by the stairs. And since we back by the stairs and we back here, let's do this pod thing. You know what I'm saying? And like I always say, we're here with some good people because our people are never not good. This week, we got the amazing China. You want to do it? Do you, do you want it to be China Keys? Do you want people to know your full, your full dove? I don't know. I just exposed it. I know, but I'm just saying. People, people say that my name sounds nice together, so you could say China Keys. Hmm. It does fine. sound good. It does. It does. Well, welcome <laughs> to the podcast, China. Um, and for those of you who aren't familiar and you're listening for the first time, uh, the first thing we always do when we come on the podcast is we check in with everybody and see how everybody's been. And China, since you are the guest and it is Women's Month, we're going to let you go first and tell us how you've been. What's what's going on with you? Um, I've been good. I've been living. I am happy that it's finally warm outside. Um, yes. I don't like to go outside when it's cold because I really hate the cold. So I've been like in hibernation mode <laughs> somewhat. Um, but yeah, spring and summer is like my favorite season. So I'm happy, even though we're still kind of in a quarantine. I'm happy to be able to pop out a little bit because it's warmer. I want to say it's coming, um, it's coming to an end. It's coming to exactly, an end. It's opening up. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I've been good. I've I've been working um my full-time and then my photography uh part-time and i've just been you know living life definitely sounds like the standard uh responses you give during like a covid 2020 year um i'm definitely interested to get deeper into the uh the photography aspect and and some of the things that you do so uh we'll definitely touch on that a little later in the episode um but alistair how about you how have you been bro bro? man this week was exhausting uh, my phone broke, like it officially crossed over to the other side. I've been reeling, I've been dealing with the crack Spider-Man screen for a long time. And then for some reason, I guess this last drop was like, yeah, I got to tap out because like the whole right side of your screen didn't work anymore. No bueno. So like, you got Apple Care? messages. No bueno. You got Apple Care? Yeah. But like, it hey, was a whole that echo? I'm sorry. So you I was hear like, that echo? Or is it just me? I hear the echo. No, I hear it. Also, you don't have headphones in. That's why. Oh. You got to either turn your volume down on it or like, yeah. I think we're good though now. Yeah, it's fine. Can you hear it now? All right, cool. No, you're good now. So, um, yeah, my phone. I had to deal with uh, some car troubles. Uh, Got two new tires. So it was expensive. But thanks to the good Lord, I was able to pay for it. Thanks to good Lord, I'm still here, still breathing, so I can't, I got no complaints. I got no complaints. And I've still Damn. been active, still been in the gym, getting ready for the season. That's, that's locked Yeah, that's up. a double whammy of a week, bro. That's a, I'm, that sucks. I'm sorry. Sometimes it go like that, though. It'll pile up on you. You'll just be like, bro, what the fuck? Why is it piling yeah. up like this? <laughs> yeah. So, damn. Shout out to but you I for making it through tax. that, though. So it was like, you, know, you got your taxes already? Yeah. Damn, and I'm not even spent. gonna lie, bro. I ain't even open TurboTax yet, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loafing. All right, note to self: I need to get all my taxes. Um, yeah, as for me, man, my week was pretty cool. It was, uh, it was chill. Um, probably the biggest thing that happened was I got my ears pierced. Uh, you can't see them right now, but like, yeah, my ears are 
Our what? For those okay. who don't know it. Yeah, I got my ears pierced on, uh, oh, on Friday, man, actually. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, what, I mean... Wait, what, what, what sparked, what sparked this? So, you know, being an African child, like when I was younger, I always thought it'd be a cool idea to get my ears pierced. Um, I even like was one of those kids who had like the magnetic like earrings because I knew that my parents would never let me get my ears pierced. Um, so like literally maybe like a year ago, um, and I even have a tweet to like verify it a year ago. I was like, man, I'm thinking about getting my ear pierced. I don't know though. And then like, literally I got to like this week and I was like, man, I want to shake it up. I want to do something different. You know, like let's, let's follow through with that ear piercing thing. So I went ahead and I did it. And, um, here we are. Yeah. So it's lit. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, other than that, I guess to shift gears, I just on a oh, little bit more. I like, also paid my car off. Oh, I forgot to say I paid my car off yesterday. Ooh, okay, that was great news. Lit, yeah. lit. One of the best yeah, feelings in I the world. I paid it off six months early. Oh, nice. You know yeah. what the the sucky part about paying your car off so, is? That was some good. It's like you ex- at least for me, I was expecting to get like a congratulations or something in the mail, and like. You don't get anything like that. It's just like, it's done. And it's just like, oh, well, you did the adult thing. Good for you. Like, you paid off your debt. And I'm just like, yeah, that kind of sucks. I don't know if I want to <laughs> I want to pay any more debts if there's no real benefit on, on the, the backside. But kudos to you. Congratulations. It's, that's not easy uh, easy to do. It takes a lot of focus. Five years in the making. I got that car when I graduated from college. So, yeah, I'm happy. Lit. Now you can crash it or you can do whatever you want. Nah, no, I'm joking. Like, <laughs> no. Don't do those things. Don't do those things. Uh, that's what's up. Now, the last thing that I was going to say is um, just like on a little bit more of a, on a serious note, um, I actually did like a, um, you know, a treadmill stress test for like your, uh, your heart. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, recently I was actually diagnosed with a condition. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but um, it's called uh, WPW. It's like Wolf Parkinson's Wolf Syndrome. Um, it's like where the circuits in like your heart like do like this weird thing where they don't like travel all the way around sometimes. So it like causes your heart to like bloop, bloop, like flutter. So um, yeah, I like went through like the stress test. Stress test went great. Um, you know, the doctor was like, yeah, nobody ever usually makes it to this level of the stress test. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm pretty active. I'm, I'm in pretty good shape, you know? So but all in all, like, yeah, I just wanted to share that information to let everybody know that I'm healthy, but make sure if you feel like there's something wrong with you or you feel like there's something that's not right or normal about yourself, please go to the doctor's office and check it out. If you, especially if you have insurance and you live in America, even though like the, that whole system's kind of, eh, you know, but definitely go get checked out. Do yourself that favor. Don't be afraid to do it because you're better off finding out if there's a real problem or finding out if it's something that's benign. So Tip for all yeah, my folks I out actually there. just scheduled. I actually just scheduled my own doctor's appointment uh, in April. So, you like, got you, yeah, man. you got to. Hearing you say that definitely makes me want to go even you more. To, it's important. It's important, out. especially in like you know our communities of people who look like look like us. You know, like I feel like a lot of people like uh, like I know this kind of hurts a little bit, but like I'll be cool. I'm just going to take some Robitussin and like maybe put a little Bengay <laughs> on it. it and, like we'll be I'm cool. Up. I'm gonna sleep it off. So, um, yeah, man, definitely make sure you do that. And I'm I got the inside scoop. Black men going to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, it's important. It's important. I'm trying to live, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be here for a long time, you know? So I got to make sure make sure I'm right. Um, side note, though, one of the people in the office, I don't know how true this is, they told me by May 1st, everybody who wants to get vaccinated should be able to get vaccinated. No requirements or like any of that type of stuff. So 
be on the lookout. But it might be that Johnson and Johnson. So mm, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I'm more of a Moderna type of guy myself. But um, so, <laughs> but uh, to shift gears from there, Alistair, uh, do you have um, a jumping off point for us to, to get started this week? I do. I do. Um, as our illustrious and proud leader went out and stated, um, we're supposed to be opening up real soon. He said July 4th. Are y'all ready to go back outside? Yes, sir. Slap. I'm ready, boy. I'm a wild out. I'm a wild out. I'm a wild. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna wild out. I'm gonna wear my mask, but I'm a wild out with my mask on. Respectfully, though. But I'm excited, yes, man. I'm yes. looking forward to it. I'm already got I've got plans to, uh, I have to made travel. It. So oh go ahead, China. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I have plans to travel too. I had made it when I got my passport when I was in college, I made it my goal to travel every year out of the country and last year messed it up. So like I feel like I have to do like three trips this year once everything gotcha. is open back up just because nah, you got traveling. It's important. It's all about getting your sanity back. I feel like because we were also confined. Yeah. Granted, you're not traveling like every week or weekend, but like to know that like you literally can't go somewhere like from something that's like invisible, you know, it's kind of like it kind of sucks. It's like almost like very movie like. But also it feels kind of weird that they're getting ready to open up after we kind of just went through like that whole year of like, all right, well, we got to get like on track to be able to open up. X, Y, Z has to happen first. It just seems like, I don't know, sometimes it feels like a social experiment a little bit, even though I know like real lives were affected by COVID, people did, yeah. you know, die. It's a very serious thing, but sometimes it does give off that like, I don't know, like dystopian, like future movie type of vibe or, or something like that. So I, I, don't, I hope I'm not the only one who feels that way. You're not because we're opening up on July 4th, America's birthday. Come on. That's too coincidental. <laughs> That's too right. coincidental. Right, right. Like, so it's like, like we couldn't op- we couldn't open up on like June 29th. Like, <laughs> what's the difference? It's only a couple of days. It's only a couple but, of days. It doesn't make no sense. But like, and speaking on that, I I I'm ready to go back outside. I've been itching. I've been trying to be in the house as much as possible and be safe as possible. But like, I've been out there. I've been to the beach with work last summer. I was mm-hmm. I've worked in the mall. So like. And being out there, but not really like me personally being like, oh, I want to go do this. Let's just go do this. It's it's mad overdue. Like, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. So ready. It's the loss of freedom. You know, like you want to you want the freedom to be able to stay inside if you want. Bingo. Or leave. And when we not got taken away, it's like it's it's a weird vibe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just want to go back to like being able to yell in people's ears at the club, like, yo, this is my joke. Like, I fuck with this joke. Yo, you want a drink? Huh? Nah, nah, nah. No ice. Like, I, I want to, like, yeah, you know, I want to go back to the natural environment and the natural habitat that I was in. Um, and again, I feel like, man, I hate to say this because I saw it on Twitter and I hate, like, reciting things that I saw online. Lets people know that, like, I'd be on the internet. But um, basically I saw people like, man, we lost like a, a year of like our prime, especially cause we're in our twenties. Cause we weren't able to like go out and like do like X, Y, Z or like freely roam or like travel and like meet people or whatever. So, um, I'm thinking a lot of those dating apps, like 
that's going to decrease yeah. a whole a whole lot more. Um, sorry if you get if you get left on red, fellas. If you're on a dating app after everything opens up, that's just the way it is. She got new options now. She can go outside. Yeah, I mean, so like, <laughs> once, once capacity is like open and everything's open, you might as well just be out there. Let's go have fun. You know. I can't wait for homecoming. That's that's what I'm waiting for. I went to an HBCU, so that was gonna be my question. Uh, what yeah, school? I went to the illustrious Bowie State University. Um, Ooh, so I almost went to Bowie State. I miss homecoming a lot. The bottomless brunches and being out in the yard and going to the games and going to the different kickbacks. Like the fact that we didn't get to do any of that this year, it pains me. That so. I'm excited for October. Let me ask you this, China. Are you still going to wear a mask? Like even when like the mandate is like lifted and like you don't have to like wear a mask. Honestly, I could, I probably won't wear it as much. Like once I get my vaccine and everything is all good, like I probably won't wear it as much, but I will say like I get sick every single year faithfully. And this Mm. is the first year that I have not been sick one time. Like Mm. I always like I get bronchitis like every winter. I didn't get it once. And I attribute that to being in the house. To dirty motherfuckers. Yeah. To everybody else. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like it makes a lot of sense. So it it makes sense. And I might still be masked up somewhere because it it makes sense. I don't have to breathe y'all's dirty air. So yeah. I think for me personally, I feel like if I ride like public transportation to like the metro, mm-hmm. um, really big like venues, but, but even at that point, I don't really like being around like all those crowds of people. Um, so, I mean, like maybe in those situations, um, but I, I will say like running to like 7-Eleven real quick, like I hope I don't have to like put on, like I'm, I'm looking forward to not having to put on a mask to do that. Um, yeah. Again, like the mask hides the smile. So it's just kind of like, you know, uh, Nah, I can, I can, I can do without it. Not saying I don't have a problem wearing it, but like, mm-hmm. I'll be happy when we get to that point where it's not a thing. I'm definitely, I'm definitely tired of wearing it. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna abandon it completely, but like, yeah. if I could live without the mask, I'd be perfectly fine. Like, even going to, gym, even going to the gym, case by case basis, especially in the gym though, especially in the gym, because people will be in there huffing and puffing, you know, sweating all over the place. Like, nah, I need that. <laughs> That's that's honestly why I started working out at home because I was going to the gym and I I can't breathe with the mask on while I'm working out like that just wasn't gonna work for me. You gotta get an so, Under Armour mask. Like if it. Oh really? I'm telling you, breathe with those, dude. I literally I literally I hoop in my Under Armour mask, bro. Okay. So like, yeah, dog, it's straight. It's all the same, bro. Wow. You think so? All right, I'll give you a prime example. Okay. I've hooped I've hooped in our A and B podcast mask, right? That was, uh, I almost died trying to hoop in this <laughs> because I could not breathe. So it, it, there's exactly. levels definitely to it. There's definitely levels to it. Um, yeah, so I'd recommend getting on our mask. But I see the thing with going to the gym and I'm, I'm switching gears a little bit, but um, I don't have all those mirrors in, the, in my house like the gym has so I can see myself like getting like pumped and like be like, man, like you're doing no, great. I, Brass, I, you I look, good work. When I look in the mirror, I'm looking for the form. So I got to make sure I got the form. There's no wasted motion and all that good that stuff. That too. I hear you on the mirror. And then I don't have all the weights either. Um, and I don't feel like buying weights because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like once I buy the weights and once everything's all the way open, I'm just not going to be using them in the house anymore like that. So... And then my building also has a gym that's supposed to be open, I guess, once we're COVID clear. So we'll see how that goes. But 
to uh, to shift gears, um, China, just in perusing your your social media page, um, one of the things that I know that has affected you with COVID is that you're not able to go to events to do photography, right? So for anybody who doesn't know, China does photography. She does amazing work. She's taking photos of some of your favorites. Um, she has photos of uh, people like Gunna, uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, I'm trying to think of who else that, that I'm missing. But there, there's, there's, oh, um, Earth Gang. Um, there's, there's a lot of different people that she has like photos of. Um, and I'm sure like you being able to go to concerts played a, played a big factor in that. But I guess, how did you even get into doing like photography at that level? Ooh, China's frozen. Um, so I started with photography. I'm frozen. Ugh, so annoying. It's coming back though. You're good. Right, you're Can back. you guys hear me? Yeah. I don't know why it does this. It's not like me for some reason. Okay. Um, so I started with photography um, in high school. I was just like uh, playing around with like, I got, I had like the little point and shoots and would bring those to um, like the last week of school and take pictures of my friends just because I enjoyed capturing the moments. But then like I started getting more interested in it as time went on and I took two uh, film photography classes in high school. So I learned like the ins and outs of the dark room. Um, but then when I went to college, I majored in computer science. So like totally different, but uh, um, I still had an interest <laughs> you know where the bag you know, is at. I, that's I why wanted, I just wanted to get the bag, honestly. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's respect, really what it was. Respect. Um, so I was just taking pictures on my phone because, like, I didn't have the materials to film stuff. Um, and like at that time, I also had started like going to a lot of concerts because I, I always loved music. Like that's. It's one of my first loves. So I would always be like in the front of the concert because I would go to like the standing room shows and be in the front and just be rapping along with the uh, artists or whatever. And um, I would bring my phone with me and like start taking pictures of just like the artists because I like doing that. And I would see like photographers in the pit in front of me and want to. And I, at one point I was just like, I want to do what they're doing. Like, I don't know how to do it, but I want to do what they're doing. Um, so I had met a friend through like my concert going phase um and his name was toronto he had a blog called how was the concert he would just go to different concerts in the dmv and um uh write about them so he asked me if i wanted to shoot for him because he had learned like i think in it was 2014 and i had just bought a camera um what I, camera? Know, I bought a nikon d50 okay 100 um, so I didn't know like much about like the, that was, I, I'm like self-taught digitally. So like, I was just like, let me figure out how to work this. Um, and at that same time, um, he asked me if I wanted to shoot Broccoli City Fest for his blog. And this was 2015. So this was, um, when it was like Erica Badu and like Joey Badass and, mm. um, Callie Utis was actually there. Um, mm. she was one of the openers, kind of crazy. Um, but of course, I'm like, sure, like, let's do it. Um, so I shot it. Now I look back at those pictures, like, they're they suck, trash. But yeah. I know how it goes. I got, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I got the experience of like shooting a whole festival by myself, and that was cool. Um, and then the year after, when Broccoli City 2016 happened, I had like posted pictures from the year before's lineup, 
and was just like, oh, Broccoli City just announced their um, their lineup for 2016. Here's some shots from last year. And even though I thought the pictures sucked, the media coordinator had contacted me for Broccoli City and was like, hey, can we use these pictures? Mm -hmm. I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. Like what? Um, (laughs) And I had also said, like, you know, I I shot my shot and I was like, if y'all need a a photographer for this year, let me know. Like, I'm down to do it. So they were like, "Okay, I'll get you a pass. (laughs) And I'd like done a couple of um, they had like a couple of volunteers leading up to the um, festival. So I like shot for them and just kind of developed a relationship with the media coordinator and some of the founders of the festival. And that's really where it started. So like I got to shoot 2016 and then I've shot every since. And I think like that was kind of like the start of getting my work out there and understanding more about like shooting festivals and shooting concert and since then. I mean, I've been to um, a bunch of different ones. So I shot for Rolling Loud two years. Um, I've shot One Music Fest um, in Atlanta. I shot um, Afropunk a couple of times. I shot Made in America. Um, and then like a bunch of different concerts. Here I haven't shot a concert. Um, but, you know, we're here now. No, that's what's up. Um, well, for one, I gotta ask: Is Rolling Loud as lit as uh, as everybody makes it seem? Rolling no. Loud is insane. No, really? Rolling Loud. Oh, it's insane. lit. Yeah, you were shaking your head like I was just like, oh no, man, that's it's, it's huge. So I went in uh, to the one in Miami, and mm-hmm. so it's hot. A lot of people all around. They had three different stages, but like one stage is here, and one is like all the way over there. It's like always really you know hectic and exciting i'd say 2018 was better than 2019 because 2019 there was like a lot of weather issues so like Mm -hmm. the last day i think we the show like didn't start until like four um (laughs) four or five um because like people were like just locked in the not i'm not locked in but like they had to take shelter because there was supposed to be a hurricane or something like that um mm-hmm. so that kind of threw threw things off but no it's it's fun it's it's definitely exciting it's definitely like um an adventure uh i was introduced to your work uh i think the broccoli city nipsey hustle picture mm-hmm. so when i when i seen that at his uh i think it was his repass in in DC, I went out mm-hmm. to a whole bunch of people, and like, there was actually people like flocking to you. I don't, I don't know if you remember that because you have the picture up. But yeah, that, I wanted to mention like, so like I've I've seen your work, and I'm wow. a big, fan, big fan. I've also seen that like your social media presence on Twitter. Like one of your best friends is Wale. Like, how did that happen? Oh my god! <laughs> wow, you're good friends with Whale. That's crazy. <laughs> Wale is my dog. Wale is my dog. Um, that how that happened. Um, at a concert, it was actually really wild. Um, the so like Wale before I guess last year he always had um his show on New Year's Day at the Fillmore Wale in France. Mm-hmm. So um, I had been going for like years before I was shooting, but when I started shooting, um. Well, not when I started shooting, but I think I I think I went to 20. I'm trying to think of the years. I think I went to 2018 and shot. And 
it was great. I had a great time. Then 2019 happened. And the way that concerts go, a lot of the times, like depending on what the rules are, you can only shoot three, three songs. Um, and then you have to leave or whatever. So that show his, his, uh, wait, well, you gotta leave. Yeah. Um, so is there like somebody literally like on the side, like kind of like, all right, that's one song. Yes. No hands. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. There's a security guard standing on the side while you're in the pit. You shoot three songs and then they're like, okay, you gotta get out. I had no idea. That's how I I thought like it was just kind of like a free for all. And you just like was in there with everybody bumping into you. You're like, I gotta get these shots in. No. So like there's like there's the barricade. A lot of times Mm. there's a barricade and then there's the people like there's the, the barricade and then there's the stage and then behind the barricade is the um, audience. And then right here is where we would shoot. Um, mm. So, yeah. So in 2019, we, me and my friends, cause like I have a bunch of photo friends in the area that are all awesome, but like we were there shooting the show and I had, after the third song I had left, but I was like, I'm going to stay. Be- I mean, I, so when I say leave, you don't have to leave the, the venue. Sometimes you do, right. but you don't have to leave the venue. You just have to like go in the audience or go somewhere else. So this show, I was like, I want to get some more shots because like, I'm not done shooting. Like I, I just want to get some more shots. So I got into the audience and I'm like, you know, doing what you had said, like pushing through and trying to get to where I need to be. And mm-hmm. out of nowhere, um, he's on stage and he's like, where are the photographers at? where's Sean? Where's China? And I'm like, did he just say my name? <laughs> I'm like, literally like have my camera in the audience. And he's like, where's China? And I'm like, why does Wale know my name? Why is he saying my name? I don't understand what's happening. Um, but then I'm like, um, Hey, I'm right here. I'm like jumping up and down. Like, hey, uh, hey I'm, I'm here. I'll, I'll come back if you want me to. So right. that's, and, and that's how it happened. Honestly, he, he asked me where I was and I said, I'm right here. And then I jumped back to where I was in the pit and I got on stage and I was taking pictures of him. And then we went backstage and we chopped it up and we've been cool ever since. All right. So I got to ask you this about Wale. Cause for the most part, I feel like from the outside, he seems like he's a super cool dude, like super chill. Like he's not going to wild out unless you probably wild him out. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> But what, like, what is Wale, like, what is he like in terms of, like, I would say personality? Did I, did I describe it right or am I? No, Wale is chill. Wale is really cool. He, Wale is a thinker. Like, he, I feel like he's very, I mean, you could probably tell from his music, but, like, he's very introspective. So he's always paying attention, always observing what's going on with with everything. Um, so I think that comes out in his personality. Um but he he's very like considerate and and thoughtful when it comes. He's very thoughtful. I think that's a good word to describe him. Like thoughtful in his thoughts as well as like how he can assist anyone else. So like you know he he's very. I mean y'all we're from here, so like you know he's like one of the biggest stars from the DMV. But he's like been in the game for a gazillion years, and he still wants yeah. to you know help other. Um, help put on different um people from this area so whether it be like shouting me out as a photographer or working with like different comedians or wearing um you know the the different brands in the area uh and stuff like that like he's he's very 
uh, he wants to put the city on for lack of a better word, lack of a better phrase. But like that, I think that is one of my like favorite traits about him is how thoughtful he is. Um, and he also likes to talk about food a lot. <laughs> yeah, Which I definitely cool. seen him tweet that um he that he that he takes pictures of food now um it's like his like thing so yeah kudos to him I mean he like I said he seems like a regular DMV dude no no he's he's really cool he really is work uh, speaking of food another thing that you've you just started was the the shout out the DMV eats that you've been on TikTok yeah. He's, expound on how that started as well <laughs> um how that started I don't even so like I just wanted to do it like I, I feel like this year has been really because like you know my main thing I was shooting was like concerts and um events and I can't do much of that anymore I've been really big on like I'm gonna just do what I want like I'm I'm gonna figure out where I can put more of my energy and, and go towards it and just see what happens. So that's really how it happened. I like, I had surgery in September and when I was recovering, I was on TikTok like every freaking night um, because I was not working. So I was just chilling. I would just be on TikTok. Um, but like, I would just notice like how cool TikTok was and like people could just, um, talk about there there's so many different niches on there it's a it's a weird app i know they be dancing and all that stuff but like there's so many different niches on that app like there's there are people that literally got famous for mixing paint like there's photographers on there there's artists there's small business tiktok there's black couple tiktok there's you said there's yeah. what adhd TikTok. Yes. So it's like, oh my gosh. And it's like, I, like me personally, I have ADHD. And like 90% of the shit they talk about on there, I'd be like, yo, that's me. Holy so shit. I've never been tested, but I have always thought I had some form of like ADD or ADHD. Just like, just my mind is always running seven miles a minute. So like when I would watch those, I'm like, bro. Y'all are describing me to a T. Like, do I need to get like tested to just see? Like, I always wonder that. And I didn't know until I found ADD TikTok and they were saying stuff that related to me 100%. Um, but so when it came to the food stuff, I just like, like to go out to eat. And I was like, let me showcase the different places I go out to eat in the area because people like to know about these spots. So I like it, it started because I was going to one of my favorite Indian places that um, is in the uh, is in D.C. called Bindas. And I was like, I think I had seen like people do like restaurant reviews on TikTok. And I was like, let me try it and just see how I, how it goes. And I did it once. And people were like, oh, my gosh, I love this. Do more of these. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, OK, I'm not going to, you know, knock a good thing. So let's keep going. So then I just started doing, um, excuse me, different restaurants that I would just visit. Like I wasn't, I'm, I don't, I don't, uh, sorry, I'm not doing it on like a, um, a weekly basis or anything, but it's just like, if I, if it's like, oh, let's go here. It's like, okay, I can record this and yeah. show it off to people. So, um, yeah, that's, that's really how it went. And it kind of has, it's been pretty good on TikTok. Honestly, I've 
I'm at like, I think I've done, I've done 11 eat out DMVs so far and I'm at a hundred thousand views on them total. So I was like, hmm, I guess nah, I'm that's pretty good. This. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You're a TikToker. You know? Yeah. And, but it's, it's worked out. Cause like I've gotten some restaurants to like reach out to me and asked me if I could review their stuff. And I was like, I didn't think that was going to happen, but yeah, you know, I'm like, oh, this is working. Somebody um, had, when I had, someone um, had told me like, you should try and monetize this. And I was like, I'm just doing it for fun. Like, I just like reviewing restaurants. But then like, get that bread. (laughs) Like people started reaching out. So like, um, Legacy Carryout. um, Oh, Legacy Carryout is Torch. It is absolutely. Man, it's up the yeah. street for me. I live in Fort Washington, so like. Oh, so you live out the way. Damn. I do. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yo, you gotta take a flight to go to her crib. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. I live out the way, but I live close to Legacy. It's across the street, and I was That's like, the only benefit that you got that you got going on right <laughs> oh now. Oh my god, <laughs> is that you live by Legacy? Where do you Jesus. live? I live in Tacoma Park. See, where is that? That's, that's over there. I'm that's, I'm I'm by DC. I'm by downtown Silver Spring. Uh, yeah, that's out the way too. We on opposite sides. Like first time I no, went you're to out, Silver Spring. You're out the way is worse though. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I'm by Virginia. Virginia is nice. You got the harbor. The harbor's up the street from me. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. You're just up there. You're by Baltimore. Closer to Baltimore. So no, I'm really right outside of DC. I'm like really I know, like, but like. Once you go by Silver Spring, in my mind, it's like... You're by Baltimore? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. See, since you're so far, you have this, like, really crazy perspective and view on, like, the rest of, like, everything else DMV-wise. So, I, I forgive you. It's okay. You, you just... Oh, my goodness. Whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. I, so, like, the um, the owner of Legacy reached out to me, and I did um, a couple of, you know, DMVs for him. Um, and something cool that recently happened is Kava um, reached out to me on TikTok and was like, can you do one? And we'll uh, add some, like, money to your uh account and i was like sure you're so lit. You're i did that and that was you're fun I love you're fucking um, lit yeah so i'll actually i'll probably be doing one later on today i'm going uh new vegan i don't know if you guys have been oh, there yeah but, yeah you going to, yeah. are you going to the one in um what is that like mitchellville ish uh like largo no not that one i'm the one okay. on georgia avenue okay so, so you're coming this way anyways. You see, ain't nothing, ain't nothing over there we're in Fort Washington. <laughs> That's why. Y'all gonna stop hating on my city. If we can, if we want to label it that, we can we can we, <laughs> we, we can call it that. But um no, what I really had a question on was in terms of you doing uh, like photography at like events, right? Um, do you do you get to come in like early before an event, or is it kind of like you get in like because you were saying you get three songs? Is it like you get in there and it's like all right, you gotta like you gotta be ready, you gotta set your camera up, get your settings right? Because I know you gotta change your like your f stop, you gotta change your aperture um, to get everything right to to fit the the I guess the ambiance of the room to get the best shot. So mm-hmm. um, are you just like so good now at this point where it's like okay, I, I can quickly like make those adjustments or like does it take a little bit of time? How's that work for you? Um, I mean, I'm I'm kind of used to it in terms of settings, just because like concert photography is always like mainly concert photography is always going to be dark. So you're going to have to adjust your settings for that. Um, but there's also like, 
well, not dark, fully dark, but like darker than, you know, if you're then, outside. Then right like now. a normal, yeah. Exactly. But like different sets and different artists have different lighting. And the light, because like, you know, we're not in control of the lighting, that changes things in terms of like how you can use your settings in the best way, I'd say. So like some artists like to use red. I hate red because I hate editing the color red. It's it's nasty. Um, other ones like we'll do blue. Some people will have like lighter blue. Some people will be like really dark and blue. And then you might have to um, up your f-stop or I mean lower your f-stop or increase your ISO. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it always depends but like you do, you can only shoot the first three songs. So it's not like you have a choice of the song. So right. a lot of the times what I'll do is like, um, if I'm going to a concert, I know there's an opener, I'll shoot the opener. Like some people don't care about the opener, but I'll shoot the opener because I want to see, even though the lighting is not going to be exactly the same, I just want to see, like, get an idea exactly of what kind of setup I need. Um, And then, like, sometimes, like, I don't have two cameras, so I'll, like, change my lenses, like, after one song, I'll shoot with a 24 to 70. And then after the second song, I'll switch it to, like, a 35 so I can get, like, a more, uh, like, a portrait kind of feel as opposed to, like, zooming in and out. Um, So, yeah, it just, it really depends on the show. But, like, I'm, I'm kind of used to, like... I'd say shutter speed settings because those don't really change much unless you're like a wild jumping, going crazy all around the stage. Travis Scott performing. Performer. Yeah. Yeah. Travis Scott, JID as well. Um, mm. uh, but like, other than that, like F stop and ISO, I could change those sometimes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Who's, uh, in your opinion, because a lot of concerts, who's the best performer? Who's like the best show that you've seen? that's hard um (laughs) um, I'd say JID is one of my favorite people to shoot just because he's very active and very lit when it comes to like how he's performing so it's it's fun to get good shots I think there are like some artists where you know they might be a little dull and it's harder to get like that one shot but it's I feel like people that are very active make it a lot easier but um some of my favorite people that I've shot, um, JID, uh, Wale, Big Crit, um, Big Sean had a good show. Miguel, Miguel is a fantastic performer. Um, when he's not kicking people with his boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. When that's not happening, he's really good. I feel like, um, I never shot Janelle Monet, but I've seen her perform. She's also really good. Um, Cardi B is also a great performer. Um, mm-hmm. she puts on a show like what you say? I said even while pregnant. Right, exactly. Yes, yeah. Even while pregnant. I Broccoli said he was the last um show she she performed at before she had her baby. Um so like yeah. <laughs> um, but I shot her again at um Made in America and she was like climbing up a pole and dancing. And then she did a lot, but like it, it, some perfect pictures came out of it. So like, yeah, Travis Scott's good too. He's, he scares me though. He's, he's a lot. It's a lot. 
Yeah, he's liable to throw like a mic stand into the crowd. So you he threw a like, shoe. He threw yeah, a shoe. Something right when he came out. Like yeah. I think I think <laughs> oh, someone well, threw uh, a shoe at him. He signed it and then threw it back. But this is like he hadn't even performed anything yet. It was just like the first thing he did when he came out was just a shoe. So yeah, Travis Scott does a lot, <laughs> but yeah. he makes some good pictures too. Not for and sure. He has I mean, that fan base that's like going insane. to pump him up regardless. And they're gonna have a mosh pit definitely anytime that he has a show. Yes. Uh, you might you might leave with a cut or a bruise, just depending yep. on depending on what part of the mosh pit you end up in. So the first me time I saw him was at Trelectro in yes. twenty. You know which one? Yes. Okay. Yes. That Trelectro. Yeah. And I, I was, was like, holy front. shit. I said that this was the lit. first time mm-hmm. I ever saw anything like that. I was in the front, the front, yeah. like like the barricades right here. He's right above. He was kirking on security. He's like, yeah, security. Yes, yes. Yeah. He was like, F y'all. I don't care about none of this. Da-da-da-da. No bystanders. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, like, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be called Boston. <laughs> I was like, is this really happening? Like, yeah. yeah. So he was, yeah, I, that was you cool. understand because you yeah. were there too. Like that was, that was wild. So yeah, those are some of my faves. Um, Melanie Fiona is wonderful. Who else? There's there's a lot of people. Uh, Ari Lennox puts on a great show. Um, yeah, I can't think of nobody else right now. But that's a good amount of people that I've shot that I really enjoy shooting. Nah, solid list, solid list. Um, I know earlier you said you started with the Canon. I'm saying not Canon. I'm sorry, a Nikon. You said you said D D500. I may have the number D, wrong. D5100. D5100. Um, are you uh, obviously? I'm, I'm sure you're not shooting with that same camera. What are you shooting with currently? Now I'm shooting with a Nikon D750. Oh, so you're um, a, you're so you're a Nikon user for sure. I started with Nikon and Nikon has not failed me yet. So yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I know there's I, so many people that like to, to down Nikon and the uh, uh, Canon this, Sony this, but like, well, no, not at all. Nikon, Nikon makes Nikon makes a really good camera as well too. I just feel like for most people, whatever you usually start out using, unless you have like some sort of monumental problem, you usually stick to that brand of, of camera mm-hmm. because it's like, eh, like, do I really want to deviate and learn a whole new system? Because no. <laughs> being a Canon user, like maybe like early earlier in the year, I was helping out somebody shoot something and they had Sony cameras. And I'm literally looking at it. I'm like, bro, like, I do not know yep. how to change the settings on any of this. But I mean, obviously, like you like you, you mess around you with learn. it, you figure it out. OK, this is you switch that you switch the ISO with, with you know, with this. But it, it it definitely is just like you find something that works for you for sure. And you stick to it as a, as a photographer. Um, exactly. So I'm guessing you're never going to deviate from Nikon, even though I think Canon is the, the superior. <laughs> Uh, I, I, you're describing, I mean, I've tried to use a Canon. I don't, I was like, what, why are you, it was ugly. Like, I didn't like it. Um, but like, I mean, I'm, I'm not, uh, like, oh, I'll never use another camera in my life, but like, I'm not going, if it's not broke, like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like there's nothing. I, I love my Nikon. It's nice. It's a full frame. Um, and yeah. I like the lenses that I have, and yeah, I'm cool with it. That's one thing I say. You got to be careful with some of the uh, the Canon cameras, uh, well, cameras with crop sensors in general. Because um, if you buy a camera, you don't realize it has a crop sensor on it. You'll be kind of disappointed when your like images are like, and you're just yeah. like, ah, oh, what you happened? I thought I was getting that. a camera that was gonna 
that's gonna capture everything. Yeah, yeah so you gotta learn definitely about important. The factor, all the math, like oh, if it's a crop sensor, you gotta multiply it by this to say what it, the formula is really gonna so be. Much. Yeah, so. No, nah, that's what's up. Wow, like you're just, I gotta, I gotta, you gotta teach a photography class, John. I gotta, I gotta learn some <laughs> some tips from you. I really am not um the biggest like photography person, but every time I'm like shooting something, people always ask me like, "Hey, do you do photography too?" And I'm always just like, "Uh, yeah, not really." Like I can take some <laughs> pictures, but like I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I gotta step it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at your page with some inspiration and, and try to get on your level. Yeah, let me know. I'm always sure. down to spread any knowledge that I have. Like, I'm cool with that. Um, I'm not a gatekeeper. <laughs> from your perspective, uh, as a woman in the in the industry, has there been any, like, hurdles that you've had to overcome? Um, I'd say, like, some of the things... People think that because you're a woman, you don't know what you're doing, which is really annoying. Um, <laughs> Sorry, people, let me stop <laughs> Please, everybody listening to the podcast and watching it, I trust me, I disregard that. It was a joke. But go, go, go ahead, continue. No, like, so, like, I've had people, like, when I'm in the pit, they, like, try to give me tips or, like, they ask me, like, I've actually had someone be like, do you know what you're doing? And I'm like, up, why would I be standing here with you if I don't know what I'm doing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, like, there's that piece. And, and that piece, like, it doesn't happen that often. But, like, when it does, it's really just, like, shut up. Like. You don't know what you're talking about anyways. Obviously, I know what I'm doing because I'm here. Um, but then I'd say another piece is just like feeling not lonely, but like there's not many black women music photographers. It's a very like it's a group of us. It's not like I know them. I know a lot of the black women photographers in the whole nation just because there aren't many of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say that like that's another piece is just like wanting to to feel I don't want to say like included but like you know like you 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 want to not just be one of one all the time like you want to be able to like you know see people that look like you representation I guess is the word I'm looking for um so like that's that's not a hurdle that I overcome but it's something that like you always pay attention to. So like, um, and, and thankfully it still sounds crazy, but like when people say they're like, like there are other black women photographers that are like, they're inspired by me. Like that, that sounds wild. Cause you know, I'm just still on a journey, but like, that's the type of stuff that I would want anybody that's aspiring to see is like, see somebody that looks like you doing what you want to do. Um, so I think, you know, in that you just always have to keep going and keep working because you never know who's looking at you. Um, but that's those are those are just a couple things that I I think about when I think about like struggles that I've had. Mm. Okay, it's really powerful to say that you never know who's looking at you, and like you're always just trying to promote yourself, and you're just on your own journey. So. Mm-hmm. But at the same door, at the same time, you're opening doors for people behind you. And that's pretty yeah. sure dope. Yeah. I'll say I'm inspired. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So one random question really quickly before we shift gears. I just want to ask this because, again, I, I hate talking about certain subjects when we don't have a female presence on the podcast. Okay. So let me ask you this. 
after you've gone on on X amount of dates with somebody, at what point <laughs> do you offer to pay? Do I offer to pay? Yeah, you. Oh, um, this is hard. Um, so, okay. I would offer to pay probably on the second day. Mm. The first one I'm expect. I mean, oh, I'm there saying, goes that word expectations. Expecting. Mm. I expect you to pay on the first day. Yeah, no, it's fine. You can. That's that's me. I know. You know, we're in a world where gender roles are gender roles or whatever. But no, 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 We play. We play that game. That I'm perfectly fine with. So right. Like, yeah, you can pay on the first date, um, especially if you ask me out. Um, but like after that, like I'm I'm fine with splitting the bill. I'm fine with like so I have been with my boyfriend for almost six years. Mm-hmm. So like our first date was free because I had a gift card to Buzz Boys and Poets. Oh, that's lit. <laughs> so like, that's a great start. That's a great start yeah, right there. You know, when we when we first started talking and we said we wanted to go somewhere, I was like, oh, I won this gift card. Y'all want, you want to go there? And that's what we did. But then after that, I feel like he started paying. And then after that, it was, uh, we, we still kind of do this now where it's like, you know, if we're going to the movies and going, I don't know, rock climbing, I'll pay for the rock climbing. He pays for the movies, for the movies. or yeah. for going out to eat and then going go-karting. Like it, it's kind of split. Um, and that's, that's always how it's worked. We've never really had a debate about it or an issue just because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm also, I guess, an independent black woman, so I can uh, pay for my own stuff regardless. Yeah. So like I can pay for my own stuff regardless, but I mean, if you my man, like you can pay for it too. <laughs> so I got a follow up question now, just based on some of the things that I've heard. You said you've been with your boyfriend. You said for six years. Six years. Oh, yeah. one more year, and then it's, right. you guys are you guys are you guys are common law. So like, what's happening? Like, what's, oh, I'll be engaged uh, in the next two months. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> All right. There we go. There we go. There no, we go. Like our, so our, our, and it hasn't been six, six years yet. It's six mm. years in May, but he told me last year that this was my last year as a girlfriend. So, um, he has two more months. He knows this. Um, but he never tells me when this is happening. He just says, be ready. He just said, yeah. what does he say? It's like, you don't got to it's like you don't got to get ready if you're ready or something like that basically if you he's stay always, ready you ain't got to get ready that's it he says yeah. that to me all the time so like my nails aren't done but he's like if your nails were done you wouldn't even know you might have got, so like, got you might have got proposed to if your nails was ready right exactly that's that's Can't be out here lacking that's what he says to me <laughs> so um when y'all see a post in the next two months where i'm like it's a wife just know I so why <laughs> we did it, John. Ready? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I'll I'll be engaged soon. I'm okay. excited. That's what's up. I don't know That's when it's up. gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't even know if he has a ring yet, but he knows what I want. So there it is. It's on the way. 
No, nah, shout out to shout out to homie for definitely telling Reggie. you that. Uh, you're, you're, shout out to oh man, Reggie. We don't. Ah, it's just not a positive <laughs> connotation with the name Reggie. But I know. <laughs> shout out, shout, shout out to Reggie um, for for communicating uh, his intention uh, outright, even though you don't have your nails done, and he told you that you need to get your nails done in order to, um, I it guess, to sense. be prepared to receive. Uh, the ring that he may or have may not have purchased already. So I mean, he knows me because he knows that I don't want to get proposed to without my nails done. So it it uh, kind of it's like a it's a me thing. And the the <laughs> your your comment about the negative connotation is funny. I have a, a hashtag on Twitter that I haven't um updated in a while, but it's reasons Reggie hangs up on me. So when we're on the phone. Um, so one of the times, one of the things I have underneath that thread is I said, I can't believe I'm with someone named after a trash piece of weed. And then he hung up with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hung up with me. So I would have no, hung up I, too, just to be full disclosure. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. It's not tough. a bad name, but then all of a sudden they added that connotation to it. And then. Yep. That's how it be. Yeah. But that's my that's dog. I love him. That's what's up. I'm happy for you guys. Congratulations in advance um, for when you know you get hit with the with the Rockefeller record contract. Are you now? But again, to to shift gears uh, once more, Alistair, I'm looking for a little bit of uh, maybe this or maybe a little bit of that. Can you hold us down with the this or that for oh, this week? Oh goodness. Absolutely. These are a bunch of questions that you are not ready for and you both have to participate and we're both going to have some fun. I do a lot. First, I'd like to apologize to everybody. Last week, we didn't put it up on Instagram so y'all can do that little vote. I always appreciate it and I always love the comments, but we're going to try to get to you this week. Are y'all ready? Yes, Yes, sir. indeed. All right. First question. Who was a better side character in Friday? Smokey or Day Day? Day-Day. I'm sorry. I say Day-Day. Day-Day. I'm sorry, yeah, bro. I'll say Him Day-Day. running from Baby D and like <laughs> trying to get around her like, yeah. Like, it was hilarious. He's hilarious. Okay, okay. Nothing, not Chips taking anything away from Chris Tucker though. But go ahead. Chips Ahoy's or Oreos? Oreos. Oreos. I don't like Chips Ahoy. I'll eat Chips Ahoy's, but I think Oreos are just a, a classic. They're, they're a think, nice staple. I think like homemade chocolate chip cookies are better than Chips Ahoy. Definitely. So like, I, I and I can't remake an Oreo. Like Oreos are good. It's a valid point as well, too. And they're vegan friendly, I believe. Yeah, I did say that. Um, who would you rather have as president, Jay Z or The Rock? Mm. <clears throat> Fuck, I don't really know. <laughs> I, I, um, you know, yes. I was going to continue my run of Jay Z slander. I'm going to go with The Rock. So, <laughs> man. Why don't slander Jay Z? Uh, well, I mean, you know, he's 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 a great, but I mean, if I don't do it, like, who's gonna do the slander? You know, like, Nobody will. So I'll probably Tough say the Rock. He seems more diplomatic, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Better mixtape: Dream Chasers or True Religion? Wait, which I... Dream Chasers? Meat Meals? Yeah, True Religion, bro. Come yeah, on. I would say True Religion. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Meek Mill, really yo, look, Mill, look. So. After after Meek Mill got bodied by Drake, bro. No, nah, he ain't been the same. He let six nine run up on him too. Now, like he lost it, bro. I'm not, I'm not I don't even know if he's really from Meek Philly. Mill. I'm not really even sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure anymore at this point. Question. 
What was a better episode of Atlanta? The barbershop with Bibby or when they went to the club with the visible car? <laughs> I say the, the barbershop. The barbershop, bro. Invisible Just because, car. like, I can relate to that so much. I watched this week. I was like, yo, this shit's gold. This yeah, shit's gold. Nah, it's hilarious. Yeah. It is hilarious. Yeah. He said, yo, you know, my man got that visible car and he's posting up on it like this. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Nah, yeah, they're they're hilarious yeah. for that. I only say baby because I've just been in a situation like even when I just went to go get my haircut like on Thursday, I pull up to the barbershop, you know, my barber's in the back, he finished eating, he's like, Yeah, man, I just finished eating, but let me go smoke a cigarette real quick, bro. And he's saying, I'll be right back. And I got you, bro. I got you. And I'll be like, What you gonna tell him? Like, nah, bro, like you can't go, <laughs> you can't go smoke a cigarette. Like, I mean, I could, but then it's like I might get a bad cut, you know what I mean? Right. He needed that boost to get through it. So, but like, yeah, man, Barbara's been making you go through some, go through some stuff. So that hit home for me, definitely. <laughs> but uh, thank you for providing us with that, uh, with that, this or that, Alistair. That was, uh, that, was yeah. that was refreshing. That was refreshing. Right good. Those are, those are like, you know, not, you know, cookies or, or dogs or cats, you know, like those are good. Right. Good right, this right. or that. Like, I, pr- I pride questions. myself in these this or that, man. I just be sitting in the home and be like, yo, I got one. Write it awesome. down, man. Keep yeah. writing them down, man. Keep writing them down. People have been loving them. Like you said, people have been loving them. People have been giving their in-depth responses to some of these questions online. Yo, so. they be writing some dissertations yeah, about no, why they're better than uh, Breaking Bad. And I was like, okay. You just yeah. get a screenshot from me, but okay, though. No? Or like the Drea, <laughs> the Drea versus Benice Burgos um, argument. You know, that was, uh, that was interesting. That broke my heart. What, what, what would sad. you pick? What would you pick? Didn't Drea, didn't Drea win, though? Very once. That was, that was a little bit of light skin privilege, but I mean, yeah, I would have picked Bernice. <laughs> Me personally, um, I can't choose, so I pick both. So, um, <laughs> but um, China, we definitely appreciate you, you know, linking up with us to do this episode. Like I said, um, I, I apologize for the, you know, the the wild scheduling. We were able to finally get it together on this fine Saturday. So yeah. we don't want to hold you up any further. Is there anything that you want to say before we wrap up? If you want to shout out the whole crew, uh, if you want to shout out the whole BSU, um, if you want to, what you know, if you want to shout out, I don't know, whoever, you know, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, I mean, you know, thank you guys for having me. I had a great time. This was enjoyable. Um, shout out to every photographer I know in the DMV, um, Kenny and Jada and Austin, even though he moves to Atlanta, um, Pierre and Sean and Abby and everybody else. If I forgot your name, you know, I care about you. Um, shout out to BSU. My niggas, I can't wait till we uh, get back to homecoming so we can have seven bottomless brunches um, and never leave and have day parties every day. And yeah, I'm just really excited. Um, Shout out to Reggie. Shout out to my family. Um, Shout out to everybody. Shout out to the world. Thank you guys for having me. (laughs) That was good. That was dope. It was a pleasure having you. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah, definitely. Likewise, likewise. Um, Alistair, is there anything that you want to leave the people with before we uh, before we get out of here? Absolutely. This week's stairs to greatness is pressure comes from within. Everything else is just you creating it. Think about it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Stairs to greatness. Stairs to greatness. Um, I'm just chilling out here. If you are, if you enjoy our content, make sure you go check out Lexi Sangria's Sip and Say. 
we were on there talking about gender roles. Bryce gave a little hot take, you know. He wasn't too out of pocket because he was, you know, not on time again. But, you know, it's it's all love for my man, Bryce. It's all love. You know, time is a, is a construct of the white man. So um, <laughs> that's why black people show up late to events. So keep that in mind, fellas. Stay woke. You know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody else. I agree. I'm agree. not going nowhere without y'all. Y'all the wheels. We're the car. Keep rolling with us. Co-host, go to you. Thank you. Um, as always, I don't have anything profound to say or to share, um, but I do want everybody to know that, um, you know, life is short. You know, make it do what it do. Make it shake. Um, do the things that you like to do. And um, with that being said, of course, we always play music from a local artist, somebody that has either been on the podcast or somebody um, that we're really just kind of vibing with what they're doing. And this week, uh, we're going to play something uh, from... Oh, man, you can follow me on social media. Sorry. Young Tamarack um, on Twitter, Y-O-U-N-G-T-A-M-A-R-A-C-K. On Instagram, Kofi Bryce, K-O-F-I-B-R-Y-C-E underscore. All right. Got it. Oh, should I say my stuff too? I forgot. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Get it off. Go ahead. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Made in China. Made, the letter N, and then C-H-Y-N-N-A on Twitter and Facebook, or not Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Hit me up. That's what's up, that's what's up, that's what's up. Beautiful. All right, and again, uh, at the end yeah. of this episode, you're going to hear medicine from uh, Deuce. This has been another week of the AMB Podcast. Spay and neuter your pets. We out. Peace. Yeah, I got you. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yo. This music, my medicine, swear it's so evident. So many rappers, I know that I'm better than. Talk to the game, yeah, I need me my letter, man. I'm overlapping, I know I'm ahead of them. I get on tracks and you know that I'm blessing them. Demons can't get me, I know that I'm stressing them. Haters, they mad, know I'm upsetting them. I sit them down with the beat and I let from No, I stay humble, but I gotta flex on them. You trying to induce me, you gon' get the best of them. No, I'm no different, ain't worried about the rest of them. I chasing dreams that you know that I'm fetching them. Bitch, I am a dog, yeah, I am a beast. They can't tell me it ain't really no lease. Flow be hot, it's like a thousand degrees. This music really be the shit that I breathe It don't matter, never go by the seed The underdog, but shit, you know I'ma lead Just give me a second and watch, you gon' see I say this shit with my chest when I speak Shout out Tiago, I shout out the breed Top 10 rapper, hold it for lead Want me take a deal like it was bleed That bitch annoying, yeah, she just like a flea Just give me head, that's really all that I need It is what it is, and it be what it be Real niggas that's been rockin' with me This life it cost you really, living ain't free My head to the sky, I'ma stay on my feet My head to the sky, and I stay on my feet Head to the sky, I'ma stay on my feet Hey, you know I'm elite, yeah Passing the time, but in time niggas passing Ain't got no more time to be passing Niggas look up like what happened Ain't no more sitting around rapping Ain't no more talking about practice I rap, I know niggas can't match it I go to funerals with no reaction I wear my heart on my jacket It was on my sleeve, it broke so I had to attach it Putting the pieces together, building a dynasty Honestly, I know that niggas ain't proud of me I can't be young and naive like thinking money growing trees They said I was dreaming too big Guess it was hard to believe I'm building something from the bottom with all of my partners Promise mama I be Christopher Wallace Nigga that's big, that's why I'm out here and taking these risks Soon as I get it, I give an assist Money come in and I give it to sis Was driving a bucket and scratched off the list I wanted some money and bits with a tent Just know that I'm grinding until we get rich Too much to handle, I know I admit Just know that I'm grinding until we get rich Yeah
my medicine, swear it's so evident So many rappers, I know that I'm better than Talk to the game, yeah, I need me my letter, man I'm overlapping, I know I'm ahead of them I get on trash and you know that I'm blessing them Demons can't get me, I know that I'm stressing them Haters, they mad, know I'm upset and I'm awesome.